0: The official soundtrack to the end of the week, very excited about it, nearly been the weekend. It's Bush and Ritchie with Home Time.
1: Can I advise you, if you are heading into the weekend and you are the kind of person uh, who has some kind of games console at home, uh, maybe when you get in from work today, just turn it on, all right? Just turn it on, (laughs) uh, even if you're not (laughs) intending to play on it. Because I tell you, what always happens, what always happens to me is when you actually get a big window, a ratified window, where you're in a relationship, in a house, but someone says, do you know what? I'm out tonight, or do you know what, I'm going to bed early tonight, and you think, oh, Xbox. I'll have half an hour. Whenever you turn it on, that's when it wants to do an update.
0: It's weird, one of our friends, one of our good friends, Mark, works for Sony, and we always, it's unfair, but every time when we have a situation where, oh, let's play a bit of uh, um, PlayStation, you put it on, and it's doing this upload, we unfairly send messages to him saying, for God's sake, Mark, <laughs> what are you doing now? Why now? Why don't they, they should send you a text. What about that? That's a brilliant idea. Everybody buys an Xbox, everybody buys a PlayStation, you're on like one big... Like not even lads, anyone uh, uh, WhatsApp group, and maybe they, they send a little message out just warning you.
1: I just couldn't believe it. Like I, I did, the, I, di- I did the whole thing of kind of like, no, no, you go to bed. You go to bed. You're tired. Yeah, you've been you've been fighting off a bug all week. I think you should go to bed because in my head I'm thinking Xbox. Xbox. Here we go. Xbox. And then you turn it on, and <laughs> it goes software update. And I'm like, and then you have to do the the humiliating walk up to bed, and it's like. I thought you were going to stay downstairs. No, 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 that's fine. I thought I'd just come to bed. I'll
0: spend more time with you, darling. The weird thing is, there is an option to not do the, the update. And that's kind of weird, isn't it? That's like, you know there are people listening to this right now who, um, who've refused to go to Windows 10? Yes. And have, like, reverse installed like Windows 7 because they prefer the olden days. You feel like you're, like, I don't know, fighting against society and hiding out in the wilderness like that.
1: So think about it as a little gift from Bush and I if you have one in your home. Get that update done now. Play this weekend. <laughs> The other side of my whole console problems that I was having is that I did leave it to update, overnight, I? And I did get to play this morning. Ooh. And I ended up playing a game on my Xbox. I swear it'll be the game that ends my marriage. What, is, what, what could be that bad that it would split you guys up? <laughs> um, don't take this as a bad review. This is a really good review, certainly from me anyway. Train Sim World oh, 2, all oh right? Dear, oh dear. I had the original version of Train Sim World. The second one has come out, and I was playing this morning. It's even better, but I am self aware, if anything, in life. And when your wife walks in on you and you are playing a train simulator of London Underground's Bakerloo line, oh. that really is the nadir for the relationship, isn't why, it? Why
0: have they picked the Bakerloo line of all the lines? Because, I mean, I don't really know anything about undergrounds and stuff like that, but I would say the Bakerloo line's like the most rickety and old school
1: of the lot. It's kind of hanging in there. It is hanging in there, so if you're going to simulate actually trying to drive it, a little bit more skill involved, isn't there? Plus your Bakerloo line, it's above ground, it's underground, so you got both sides of it as well. I was on that for about an hour and a half this morning. I drove from Harrow and Wealdstone uh, to Elephant and Castle and didn't leave my lounge.
0: Do you know what? I, I feel like we you're slightly in a relationship with each other and I feel like leaving you even after <laughs> just hearing in two minutes to chat about this
1: no but seriously like all right there's probably a there's there's millions of people that in a normal society would work and live in London and might be missing the underground so if you're missing that side of it live it virtually down road trains in world two
0: I tell you what though it's an interesting thing is that no offense to to people who drive underground trains but you, you've got a button that goes forwards and then wants for stopping is that what it is that's kind of how it is
1: there's, there's degrees of forwards and degrees of stuff. You can't go left stop. or right, though, really. Can no, you? you can't. You can no. go
0: backwards or forwards. Uh, so it's not the most exciting thing in the world. Uh, and it's interesting to have a simulator based on a job that's not particularly exciting. You just, open the doors, mate. You to open the doors for people there is that is true or maybe you'd give a couple of two or a lot of the times I always see them like reading or eating a sandwich when they're going by. <laughs> but it, I just want, I just want people to listen listen to this right now and have a little think if your if your job would be good as a computer simulator. Do you think your job would be good as a computer simulator? Someone paying 39.99 <laughs> to to sit in your shoes at work for an afternoon. <laughs> I'd love to hear about that. Can I just extol the virtues of the power of the Hometime show? We're, Why we're, not? we're not like we don't normally blow our own trumpets on the show, but this is something that's just happened on Twitter, which I do think shows the power of this show and this this team, this club that we put together in the evenings every weeknight. Uh, you remember a couple of nights ago we were hearing from a lad called Carl. I do. Yes. Who uh, was very very proud of his uh, hotel chocolat chocolate Velvetizer. That's it, yeah. Which is this, i never heard of it before, it's like this weird thing that he's got in his kitchen, it's 100 quid, but he says it makes the best hot chocolate ever. We did kind of a phoning about it, I don't know why we were, what were we talking about?
1: We were talking about what are the must-have gadgets in your 2020 kitchen. That's the one.
0: Anyway, so we chatted about it, thought, well that sounds nice. Nate, this minute, has just tweeted the show uh, with the eye blinking emoji in terms of, look at this, he's only gone and got himself a hotel chocolate velvetizer.
1: Now some of you might be wrongly thinking, cool, Nate's an Impressionable young fella, isn't he? No, it's not. It's the power of the hometime show. Power of the hometime show, folks. <laughs>
0: Do you ever get jealous of something that a friend's got going on? Oh, very easily. You're like a little peer into their life and think, oh, I wish that was me. Uh, a friend of mine is about to start his second stint of jury
1: duty. Is that a thing? I thought you could only do it once. I, I've
0: never even been invited to do it once. I'd, lo- do you know, I'd love to do jury duty. I'm into my real true crime documentaries and all that kind of thing. And I've not even been asked once. In fact, I bar him, and I, don't, I won't say his name in case it um
1: biases the trial and, and it gets thrown out of court, I, I don't know anyone else who's done jury duty. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm almost on the other... I, obviously, you're not going to say his name I, I i could almost because of how jealous you are really i could jealous. see you saying his name just so he gets taken off it because yeah. you're jealous of the fact that he's getting to do it twice and you haven't done it once
0: imagine that and then they phone me and say andy look we've had someone drop out like private side football <laughs> <laughs> you, you haven't got your boots through, can you play tonight <laughs> yeah. but he's got he's going to put two weeks off work you get because you know what it's like with kids at the moment you don't get the only piece i get in our house is if i go and sit on the loo and mm. i sometimes i i'll go in there even if i don't need to do anything um, and, and then people ask you questions through the door. He's getting paid to just do two weeks of eating revels and sitting there and, you know, he might get a really interesting crime or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Front row seats. Devil's
1: advocate. Devil's advocate. Right? Uh-huh. He could get
0: some really, really
1: boring fraud.
0: He could He could do the last one he got was like something out of the front pages of the newspapers. Really? Unbelievable. Like, we still talk about it as a family. So it's like, he's got good form. I don't know if that means he's on for another good one. (laughs) Hey, Like, hey, Dura 16 was fantastic, let's get him in a top (laughs) flight one next time. Or he's due, like you say, someone who's done tax evasion or something like that.
1: (laughs) Well look, you've just put your name out there to a good two million people saying that you are up there for a good jury. I'm sure they'll come a-call in. Keep me posted. Watch this space. (laughs)
0: love going into toy shops. I don't care how old I am, I'm still going to love going into toy shops. Don't you love them? I'm so jealous of kids with all these amazing things to get to play with. And I love seeing toys that have been around for donkeys years still going strong. I was in a lovely toy shop in uh, South End the other weekend with our youngest daughter called Toys and Tuck which Mm -hmm. is a cracking name. And one wall of Toys and Tuck in South End is dedicated to Playmobil.
1: Do you remember Playmobil? Now as a kid, as a kid we were a Lego household and I always wanted to have been a Playmobil household. They're cool. They're so cool. So so... As I've had children myself, it has been a pleasure to finally have a relationship with Playmobil. Not in that way, but a relationship with Playmobil. I love it. They're great with the little plastic hairdos that come off and everything like that.
0: What I think is very cool about Playmobil is what they've done is they've looked at the world of all the different grown-up careers you Mm -hmm. can have, like you know, zookeeper, lion tamer, and all these fantastic careers. And you can buy little box sets for each career. So if you want to buy a doctor one, you get the little doctor fella, and he comes with uh, like a stethoscope and a little bag, and then there's a, a female helicopter pilot and you can get her along with a helicopter. And I just thought, wouldn't it be interesting to see whether your own job, your career, would that cut the mustard as a Playmobil box set? Have a think about whether it would work or not. And secondly, what little items would you come with if you were in a box set?
1: It's a very, very good question. Um, Obviously, uh, for you and myself, uh, we start to uh, think about our career, and if you're having your Playmobil DJ, Mm. uh, all you're really getting is, uh, as your accessories, is uh, a pair of headphones, uh, maybe a microphone, and a Tesco meal deal. That is literally it. (laughs) That's that's what I turn up to work with.
0: Or you could get the uh, Absolute Radio Producer box set where you've got a telephone, and you're just on the phone to the engineers to see if you can get it fixed. (laughs) One of them. So, look, have a think about it. Does your does your line of work work for Playmobil? You can tweet us at Absolute Radio. <laughs> Asking you tonight on the show, do you think your line of work, your career would look good as a Playmobil box set? If you remember this famous plastic toy they have in kids, toy shops, uh, they, they've got loads of different careers, like like I said earlier on, fire, fire person, lion tamer, but what about your line of work? Stephen says, I build offshore wind farms, but I'm a management type, so my figure would be me standing with a hard hat and a clipboard watching everyone else hard at work. The accessories would be cool. Big wind turbines and even bigger ships with legs.
1: Wow. Ships with legs. Uh, Laura, Laura, very topical at the moment as we uh, stand in the middle of a global pandemic, she says, I'm a microbiologist. Oh, blimey. So we could have goggles and Petri dishes and Bunsen burners and conical flasks and all sorts of lab paraphernalia. I'd definitely play with it. Uh, Alex says, what about for
0: me, a bemused furloughed dad? Cargo shorts, T-shirt, unkempt hair and a beard and a child covered in mud, stroke baked beans, stroke chocolate about to smear it all over the sofa. It's a bestseller. Wayne says there needs to be a limited edition 2020 furloughed worker version. Bit of a running theme here. The figure wearing a shirt and tie but no trousers. Laptop open at the kitchen table on a work Zoom meeting.
1: Peter says, and I'm imagining things have been a little bit... Actually, well, maybe things haven't been quiet for Peter in his line of work recently. He says he's a fairground ride tester. What a job. So you'd have a great little uh, Playmobil set for that. As an aside, uh, do you think the last six months of playground ride testing, do you think that's been quiet or busy? Because I guess if they're not open, you can test them easier.
0: However, remember, like we were talking recently on the show about um, that they have to go and take the planes for a bit of a runaround mm. when the planes weren't being used. Maybe it's the same for uh, fairgrounds. You just got to keep them ticking over. He's got he's literally like Michael Jackson in the Netherlands. He's got the place to himself.
1: I would have thought, yeah, but to keep them ticking over, fairground, right? You just put a bit of lube on and they're they're done, aren't they?
0: It's a good point, it's a good point. Please, get back in touch and Oil. clarify. I think
1: that's what I meant. Oil,
0: that's definitely it. That's what it's known as in the trade. Don't go asking for that down at a, a car yard. Uh, Alex Loach says, what Has about... Has your ride been lubed? <laughs> Has it been lubed, sir? Are <laughs> you chased out by security? Uh, Alex Loach says, what about customer services coordinator? Uh, that's my job. Actually, probably not. It's difficult to make a constant sense of impending dread out of Playmobil. <laughs>
1: About ten minutes ago, Bush, you were talking about the excitement of the uh, the football being back this weekend. Premier League, Championship League, One, League Two, all the Scottish divisions back already. All the leagues. Um, football is exciting having it back and a new season starting a little bit later than normal. However, the beautiful game is, is just at the back of my mind. Just at the back of my mind causing one little bit of worry. Do you remember uh, I told you how uh, on Monday, this week just gone, uh, I played my first aside game in donkey's years?
0: Yes, we had a look at your heat map.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very impressive. Very impressive. Even where you
0: had to go and get the ball from the
1: car park next door. Thank you very much. For 60 minutes, I ran 3.6 kilometres, according to my watch. I put a shift in, I think, is what a footballer would say. Uh However, I've not yet had the call-up for next Monday's game. Oh, it's getting closer. Friday afternoon stroke evening, you would have expected to Mate, get that Mate, that's text. what I would have thought. I, I kind of wanted you to say, no, don't worry, I wouldn't have thought you'd get the call until like <laughs> Sunday night. But you've actually just said what I didn't want you to say. The worst thing is, if
0: you go down there in the car on Monday and you've not had the text, and we, we mentioned him last week on this show, you'd be Peter Wingy. i
1: would be awful. Going by Absolutely with a roll down awful. window, to
0: see whether anything. serious. <laughs> so do I,
1: I do feel like I've got the sword of Damocles uh, hanging over me this weekend, just every time there's a little WhatsApp ping going off me pocket. I'm like, this is it, this is it, this... No, it's not.
0: If you see someone sat in full kit looking really miserable but not a, an ounce of mud on their kit, or in wear on Monday night it's him.
1: Boys, come on, I just want to play football. <laughs> I think it was when you were off on holiday. I was talking about one of my purchases a few weeks ago, uh, and it was one of these uh, electronic fly swats that looks like a squash racket. Have you seen these things?
0: I've seen them, although for me, I'm a legend in our house at being able to kill flies with a tea towel. <laughs> I, 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 honestly, I'm almost of international standard.
1: Uh, well, look, I'm uh, ab- 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 about a month into owning one in my house. You have to turn and... it on. You have to arm it before you hit them. What it is, is battery powered. So a couple of double A's uh, up the shaft and you've got a button on the side which activates the uh, electrified grill on the racket head, okay? So you just pick it up, press the button on the side while you're swatting uh, and and it's charged. And if you hit one of those flies, you know immediately because you get this little sizzle. (laughs) <laughs> and does it, if you put your hand on it, does it... Does you wouldn't it, want to do that. Does it hurt you? You seriously will. I've got a 15-year-old boy, all right? He, he thinks the same as yourself. He's tried it, and he nearly jumped out of his skin. Really? Even though it says on it, this is not a toy. Wow. That is something... That's a proper bit of kit, isn't it? It's a proper bit of kit, particularly for this 80-year-old man in the Dodoine. The Doudouin. I believe that's France. Uh, who has blown up part of his house using one of these things. He was trying to swat a fly, uh, and he had an electronic fly swatter. Wow. Did not realise that there was a gas canister leaking in his outhouse. He's having a bad day, won't he? Reacted to the device gas causes the explosion. It has destroyed his kitchen and blown off half the roof of his house. He has escaped with just a burn to his hand. The house is going to have to be rebuilt. Wow. The only news I can't bring you is we don't know whether he got the fly.
0: If he, if he did get the fly though, at least he knows he's he's taking it to the next level to sort that out. <laughs> At Absolute Radio, we've teamed up with Prostate Cancer UK. Uh, Prostate cancer is the third biggest cancer killer in the United Kingdom. If diagnosed and caught early, though, it can successfully be treated. But it's vital to know the signs and the risks.
1: Speaking of the signs and the risks, uh, this is something that I tried this week. Took me less than 45 seconds. Uh, that's not just me picking out a time spuriously. It genuinely did take less than 45 seconds. Uh, if you visit ProstateCancerUK.org slash check. i going to read you that again because it's important to do this. ProstateCancerUK.org slash check. Uh, they have got an online checker where you can find out and know your risk. Um, they're saying in 30 seconds. I am saying, on well, my experience, it definitely took me less than 45. So it could be 30 seconds. I'm agreeing with them. I did it on the train. Yeah. You could do it this evening. If, if you're off to pick up a takeaway, and when you get there and you give your name and you've got to wait for a bit with some trail mix or something or other, do it then. It is so quick to do. Uh, but seriously, the amount of time it takes to do it uh, is insignificant compared to what it could save you. You in the long run it is such an important thing to do Home time on a Friday night the best of the week this is Bush and Richie on Absolute Radio So
0: does something keep happening to you and you think I'm fed up with this they need to invent something that fixes the problem Go on and as a glasses-wearing man, I find that you, do, you get a lot of problems coming your way with the thing steaming up left, right and side. God, knows, we've already had a big chat about the whole mask situation. Previous to wearing face coverings out and about, the thing that used to wind me up the most is if you're doing anything in the oven, oven chips, something like that, <laughs> cooking a pasty, something like that, you go to open the door of the oven to get your meal out. You're starving, so you might reach in there and grab it with your oven gloves. And then just a second's delay, whoosh, both your glasses steam up.
1: But not even a second, mate. It's, it's like split moment of time, isn't it? Both lenses, and the worst thing is
0: as well, if you're cooking with anyone else, uh, you, you can go from looking quite handy and competent in the kitchen, know what you're doing, and in the rhythm of cooking, to looking like someone out of uh, a carry-on movie.
1: Do you know what the weird thing is? The moment you mention this, I've just had a little thought to myself. Can you think of a celebrity chef that wears glasses as a result? That's a good point. It doesn't happen, does Greg it? Greg Wallace wears glasses, but he's very, very clever, Greg Wallace. He doesn't cook a thing. He doesn't cook, he just he picks just, out veg. He stands there and talks about food. That's it. So that's why he can wear glasses. Glasses. Taro's the one that's getting down to the oven and all that kind of thing. Well, and you never see Taro re-emerge
0: from having to pull this souffle out with completely steamed-up glasses, do you? No, not a minute. I put years. It to you
1: that there must be celebrity chefs, but they must wear contacts.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's it. But they've had their eyes lasered just because that nothing. Do, maybe their vision's okay. But they just want to get their eyes lasered because they cannot bear looking like an absolute fool with steamed up lenses. But they need to invent a thing where, I, I don't know, whether they they kind of like bend off the heat from the oven somewhere else, like it goes out of a tube. It might mean, you know, cutting a massive hole in the wall of your kitchen. Yeah. Or some kind of goggle-based, um, you know, school biology science lab protection for your glasses. Something needs to be done.
1: Or alternatively, why has nobody from the car world mm. gone to the spectacle world and said... Do you want us to teach you about the technology we use for the rear view demister?
0: Yes, this is it. You could put a button on. Yeah. Get some glasses with a button on. <laughs> We've just been talking about uh, the fact that it's really embarrassing to open the oven door and get in steam on your glasses. And Richie made a very good point. It seems that no celebrity top-level chefs have glasses because of this problem. But then producer Adem has just thrown a spanner in the works by saying, what about Heston Blumenthal?
1: Him and many texters and tweeters, you're quite right. Yeah. I would come back to all of you and say, when did you last see Heston Blumenthal? Use an oven, all right? He doesn't. Yes. All his cooking is Maverick's sort of like, I'm going to get this canister and lots of dry ice is going to come out and look, this just shot out of a rocket's backside and eat it. All right? yes. He doesn't use ovens. He uses apps. Right? He if, uses an app. Exactly. If he used an oven, he too would
0: be getting steamed up glasses. Well, maybe he was getting his glasses steamed up. He felt that if it was threatening his career and he thought, right, I'm going to start. I'm going to go over there and design stuff on a bit of paper. Leave the ovens to it. <laughs>